Hi, welcome to the podcast, History of the Name. My name is Avia Sagon, and I work for the Jewish Federation of New Hampshire. My name is Talia Goldberg, and I work for the United Jewish Federation of Utah. Both of us are from Israel and moved to the USA to work as a shlicha, an Israeli emissary, through the Jewish Agency of Israel. And this is probably where you ask yourself, what does Utah and New Hampshire have in common? Great question. Turns out both of us had the same experience driving through the state. We both noticed that there were so many places with familiar names, like Moab. Like Bethlehem. Who thought I'd still get to swim in the Jordan River? And who thought I will get to visit Lebanon? So we decided to find out more about these places. We invite you to join us on the journey to explore these places through our Israeli eyes. Yalla, let's begin. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Lebanon. Again. <laughs> But this time we brought you a guest speaker. So stay with us. But first, uh, we left off last episode without speaking about the Israel-Lebanon history. And there is a lot to speak about there. When was the first time that Israel and Lebanon started to have complications? So in 1978, there was an attack involving um, a bus on Israel's coastal highway in which 38 Israelis, including 13 children, were killed and 71 were wounded. The attack was planned by Abu Jihad and carried out by the Fatah. The plan was to seize a luxury hotel in Tel Aviv and take tourists and foreign ambassadors hostage in order to exchange them for Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. This attack out of Lebanon brought out the South Lebanon conflict, code name for Operation Litani by Israel, which was an invasion of Lebanon up to the Litani River carried out by the Israel Defense Forces. The conflict resulted in the death of almost 2,000 Lebanese, 20 Israelis, um, and the inter internal displacement of 100,000 to 250,000 people in Lebanon and the Lebanese forces um, retreating north of the Litani River. It led to the creation of UNIFIL, the force that sits in Lebanon um, by the UN. Um, yeah, I think we mentioned it very shortly in the last episode. And I have to say that as someone who grew up in that area, And the UN really became something you see in the streets all the time. Like, it, you know, it's something, it's just there. Yeah, sometimes you see their cars, right? Um, yeah. But it doesn't end there. Sadly, that's only the beginning. And the tension along the Israel northern border increased in the course of 1981, following by a lot of Katyusha's rockets that Avia has experienced uh, in her childhood and later on. Um, on Israeli settlements and a lot of terror organizations in southern Lebanon. A case fire declared in July 1981 was broken um, and Israel went to war to the first Lebanon war on June 3rd, 19, um, sorry, June 6th, 1982. Um, and they started the Operation Peace for the Galilee, Shloma Galil, uh, which was the first Lebanon war. The Operation Peace of Galilee, or the First Lebanon War, um, ended in 1984 with the withdrawal from Lebanon, but a force 
was left behind to help the citizens of South Lebanon, Lebanon to patrol the security zone, which is like the southern part of Lebanon that Israel was sitting in. And today we have a special guest, my cousin Yair Has, who served in the IDF in the security zone um, of Israel to tell us a little bit about it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, what years were you in Lebanon and where? I was uh, in the east. Uh, I just came as a as a medical assistant. Came to 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 take. It was a bomb in my uh, uh, my place, my mutav. How do I say it? it was, uh, I was in in a small uh, in a small uh, uh, place of uh, not many uh, soldiers, and uh, 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 one of them. Uh, opened uh, a box that uh, was uh, with a bomb. Uh, it was it, he left no with one leg, no, one leg and no arms. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, maybe he continued to live after that. And I was I don't know how, but uh, uh, and how, but but he he wasn't Israeli soldier. He was uh, a, a Lebanon. Uh, a, one of the uh, Lebanon citizen, citizen that uh, was helping the IDF, and uh, this is why they he got the bomb. I'm curious, what were the feelings at the last few months in Lebanon before Israel was pulling out? Uh, I had uh, uh, many friends that are uh, soldiers of the uh, South Lebanon army, I don't know what is the name, but it's it's an army of uh, most of them uh, Maronian uh, and uh, some of uh, Druzian uh, uh, Lebanese get the money from the Israeli army and work with us. So, uh, and because there was, we knew that uh, in Israel the politic the politicians speak about leaving Lebanon someday, and uh, they were in a situation very difficult situation because they knew that if if the IDF is uh, going to leave Lebanon, they will stay there and the Hezbollah will come and kill them or some of them uh, yeah, will arrested and uh, they didn't know what's going to happen with any one of them. Uh, so they had to choose what they do. And some of them choose uh, to cooperate with the Hezbollah. We thought some of them we, we were suspicious about because we saw them. Uh, I would, one one of them that I know now that he stayed there and 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 we knew that he was a uh, cooperate with the Hezbollah, and I can't blame him because <laughs> he was uh, he was uh, have to take care of himself and uh, and we didn't offer him nothing. Um, so it was a situation uh, a little bit uh, tense because uh, you have friends, you work together, uh, but uh, there is a room with a computer of the secret that you take care of that he wasn't be <laughs> he won't be there, uh, and uh, some of uh, other came uh, back to Israel after that. It was it, it was but it was a difficult situation because we knew that speaking about something, and uh, we didn't know uh, when it's going to happen, and. Eventually, when it happened, it was in one night. So the, the, the order came in the morning and in the evening, no, sol no soldier was in Lebanon. It was people just left everything and ran to the, to the border because they, we, they understand that in the minute 
that the Hezbollah and also that the South Lebanon army will understand that we're going to leave, this is a minute where we don't, we can't stay one minute uh, more. We felt that something like this could happen and we didn't know, know when it's going to happen. And eventually it happened after I was, uh, after I left uh, Lebanon. It wasn't in my, uh, in my service. You remember the first time you came into Lebanon? Well, no, I don't it just felt now. normal. Yes, uh, you could tell we're from different generations. Yes, uh, uh, it was what I. It's it's become much more dangerous. Uh, danger. It's become much more dangerous uh, in the in these uh, three years. In the beginning, it was much uh, easier to 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 drive and to we, we could go everywhere and somewhere we can uh, visit. Uh, um, Lebanon citizen at the home, not every day, not everyone, but uh, there was a, a situation that we did that. Uh, only, of course, uh, a big uh, office, officers uh, uh, did that, and uh, you can come with them. But uh, uh, as, as long as it's, it's, it's become, a, 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 as long as the time uh, go, go on, uh, and uh, it become more, more, more and more dangerous, and uh, and we understood that uh, the, the situation is much more complicated. I understand that. Would you want to go back to visit? Oh, Avia, you can ask your question. I have to say that you, you told us how beautiful Lebanon is, and we talk about it in our previous episode, how everybody said it's like a very European place. Um, so it's just, I would love to hear what you thought about like the actual land, how it looks like and I would love to go back because first of all, it's 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 really beauty because it, the mountains and the green and and it's 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 a great place, really beauty. But not only the beauty, I, I really enjoyed the uh, in this uh, in my uh, uh, service because uh, um, I um, I had a, a lot of responsibility. I did uh, good things uh, and I could. Uh, for me, it was a very good time in my life. Uh, uh, I know what I'm, I'm doing. I, I was succeeding my army service, so it was. Uh, it's much better than being in the yeshiva. Yes, I, I can <laughs> So it was. The you're first you're time sitting I, here with two girls who agree with you 100. <laughs> percent I, I did uh, things that I love to do, and and uh, it was very enjoying. I, I was and and I was dream about uh, coming back to Lebanon. I think uh, maybe a half a year after I was. Uh, uh, at the end of my service, every night I was dreaming about how I'm uh, uh, taking uh, a, a tramp to Lebanon with someone and, and go back to there. Uh, and I know it's it's not it won't be possible uh, in the situation now because uh, this is the political situation in Lebanon is, doesn't go to be better. Don't don't we want to be better in the in the past in the in, in the next years. What is Lebanon for you today? I think, first of all, it's it's uh, uh, when I live in Israel and I, I'm I'm looking Lebanon, I say, okay, it's much better to to born in Israel than in Lebanon. Yes, and I was uh, as a medical assistant, I was someone. There was a hospital 
of uh, uh, of uh, Maonian and, and of the, the Lebanon citizen that was working with us, and the hospital was financed by the by the Israeli government. And when they have problem, uh, we we came to help them. For example, they need to do a, 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 a cesarean nituach uh, keisari uh, operation. Uh, operation cesarean operation. For someone, uh, uh, and they didn't have uh, not uh, the surgery, but the Rofem Mardim. It's uh, the mm-hmm. uh, one of the they 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 need a doctor. doctor. Yeah. Yes, they need a doctor for that, and we had that doctor. So I came with him, and I was in in uh, with my gun and with everything uh, inside the the operation room. Uh, and uh, we saw the baby born and I said, okay, what a bad luck to born here. Just a few kilometers from here, it was much better to be born. So it's it's a place that it's you don't want to be born in, in Lebanon. It's not a place to be a citizen in because we very they have no have no luck. Uh, the government for many, many years, they're fighting one each other. Uh, it's a it's a it's a country with a, at war every, all the time they are at war. And and it's a citizen war because I, I was, I spoke with them and they, spoke, they tell me what happened before the IDF came to there. They have a, a fight between one village and the other and the, someday someone have tank and someone have a gun and someone have uh, another the, uh, bomb and say, okay, let's go do something to the neighbor and the neighbor next uh, night, the neighbor would came to them. And and uh, it's a place that uh, with the government is that it's not functioning for, for decades. It's not a good place to, it's very sad because it's a beautiful place and uh, uh, but they're fighting uh, uh, all the time. Among themselves, yeah, I think we talk about it that like we always think about our relationship, Israel and Lebanon, but like I didn't thought so much about their relationship inside themselves until I learned more about Lebanon as a, as a country. The, most of them don't see themselves as themselves. They don't right. think we are the Lebanon. They say, so someone said, oh, we are the Hezbollah. And the other said, no, we are the Mawunian. We want another Lebanon. And they have no agreement about what, what they want to, to do with the country. And uh, it's also, it's a, it's go back to the Sykes-Picot uh, uh, agreement. Uh, agreement that uh, take the, uh, the Middle East and uh, cut it to pieces and say, okay, you are Lebanon. Okay, we, the, the citizen there <laughs> didn't uh, <laughs> uh, uh, thought about it like that and they don't feel about being together in one country. Uh, um, and uh, uh, also the problem with Lebanon that it's all, all, uh, all of the years it's uh, controlled by others. So, uh, uh, now it's it's uh, the Iran and uh, 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 that uh, control uh, Lebanon. So even if you have a government, the government doesn't care about the citizens. They care about the interest of uh, Iran. Uh, so and they don't and they they have they don't have they they don't succeed to change the situation. Not in uh, even a civil war didn't do the. In the end, the Muslim won the civil war, and it wasn't uh, any success uh, with it. It's true. 
that is uh, a lot to process. Um, I, do you still have friends that live in Lebanon? Yes. And are you some guys in them, contact? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, some of them also, uh, when I was in the army, he was visiting me at my home, at my, uh, at, uh, my parents' home. Uh, because my my commander was uh, uh, get married and uh, he invited uh, some of them to to come to his wedding uh, in Israel and he didn't have to place to it he was to be in Israel and and he, uh, he wanted to, to see Jerusalem and I was living to, uh, live in Jerusalem so I said okay you can come and and stay at my place and my mother agreed that uh, uh, he will come it was <laughs> very interesting. And, that is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I took him to uh, um, to the old city, and we went to Knesiata uh, Kever. How do you say Knesiata Kever? Uh, the, uh, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. <laughs> yes, the Holy Sepulchre. And he's a big Lebanon guy. It's, uh, 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 lifting weights and is a it's a very big guy and very tough guy and he came to there and he's standing in the entrance and he started to start to cry and I didn't understand until I was there I didn't understand how important it was for him as a citizen as a Lebanon citizen you never believe that you can be you'd be in this place there are very few Israel uh, Lebanon citizen that can come to the to see the the Holy Sepulchre and, and he was there. It was very important for him. He was for twenty years, I think. He was here in Israel, uh, and uh, last year he came back to Lebanon because uh, some of them came back to Lebanon before uh, and find their way, and there was trying maybe they need to sit in the in jail for, for a few months and after that or for everyone they have to do to do his choice but uh, it was a very bad 20 years for him he he didn't find himself here in Israel and uh, uh, he, he didn't learn the, the language it was very difficult for him and he was broken because the, it was very very tough for him and to say that I was in in touch with him, I was uh, high. Some some uh, I spoke with him a few times, but I can't say that we can do that. We did something important for him. And uh, another one that she she was a, a nurse in the hospital. I spoke about it before. Uh, she also uh, came to Israel and she worked here uh, the, in Mada in the. How do you say Mada in, in an ambulance? Mada. Uh, yes. <laughs> she was a, an ambulance driver uh, here in Israel, but she died uh, about 15 years ago. So she, she wasn't in many years here. And uh, some of them that I know that stay there because they have uh, uh, their insurance with the, the Hezbollah before. That's cool. How do you think Lebanon affected you and your personality and your decisions? Um, and life after the army service was very good for me it was a place uh, that first time uh, i wasn't uh, measured by how i'm uh, studying uh, gemara or something else uh, it was the first time to, to to 
to discover that I can do many things and to be uh, and to get, to be very good in, at what I'm doing. Um, Lebanon was a great place to be. Uh, it's 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 a uh, I very love the uh, I love the place. It was great for me. It, it was dangerous. It was uh, I saw people uh, uh, some of. of for for the people who died or injured but i don't say can i understand why it wasn't okay i saw it and we continue because uh continue in my life many of the of my friends are very struggling with that and uh, have memories and have, uh, another things but i don't know why i don't have this i, I don't have a visual memory so it's not uh, something that uh Uh, coming to me in my dreams or, or something like this uh, I think in our family we're we're blessed with the uh, with forgetting <laughs> yes uh, and uh, um, uh, also because it, in my personal life it was a good uh, good time for me it's a, it was a good uh, uh, years for me in my personal life and uh, when when this is the situation uh, also was a lot of of, of uh, Uh, very meaningful things in, in my life a decision that I make to uh, I'm not uh, orthodox now for example it's a decision that I finally make make in my issue in in the in the army so it's a very meaningful thing that happened to me in the in the service I just want to say that first of all thank you so much um, and it's so interesting to hear all of that and And I think this is um just a good example how like the I think there is a very selective memories to us all like if you ask me about my childhood, I had a great childhood. I love to live in Kirchmona and um, but you know if you hear that you've been like in the army, you saw bad things, you just remember the positive in it and um, so you're very lucky. I think not everybody can do it and um, and it's just amazing to hear how you speak about it and and your experiences. Um, I think it's just it's crazy to me that that was life you know because this is not the situation I ever grew up in or Ravi I grew up in like for me Lebanon is the border that that was always you know it's the first war I remember all these memories that I have um, connected to Lebanon are always are always not necessarily on the good side and I can't imagine life being that way that you could just hitchhike tramp into Lebanon and <laughs> it's uh it's very different yes. for me all right i went hitchhike. to a lebanese it hospital was... <laughs> and helped yes. deliver a baby <laughs> what <laughs> yes i have to say that it, it was a lot of uh, the hitchhiking of course it wasn't with the citizen of lebanon but there was a lot of of uh, traffic of of uh, israeli officers and every officer had to go with at least uh Three cars so in the one of these uh, three car you can you can come but uh, if you come as a unit uh, that serve in Lebanon for example so you have to come with your uh, 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 with your friends and you go together and that but I was one soldier in uh, in a uh, mifkada how do you say mifkada um, I don't know and I control uh, yes uh, I, I have my my job so I I need to whenever I came to the border I need to find okay who is coming now who is who is, uh, when I gonna uh, find someone that can take me to to Marjayun a great place to live <laughs> That's crazy 
Thank you. Thank, Thank you, so you very much. much. Ken, and anything okay. you want to add? You know what, if, if you want another story about how it works in, in, it's a great story about Lebanon. It's, okay. it's really the best story in, in, I ever heard. There was officers in Lebanon, Israeli officer that was uh, responsible about the, the contact with uh, another, uh, with the South Lebanon uh, units. How do you say dude? Anita Midomeret unit, the big unit and the small unit. unit. Okay, it's a big, <laughs> the big unit. unit. <laughs> it's a big unit of South Lebanon, Druzian uh, people. And uh, also in Israel, we had uh, uh, Druzian uh, officers, Druzian uh, soldiers in the IDF. Uh, so because you need to have the language and you need to, to know, it was uh, very uh, useful that uh, some of the Druzian uh, officers will become the officers that are uh, responsible about uh, uh, one of the uh, South Lebanon army units. And uh, it was in Chatzbaya. Chatzbaya, it's, it's a wonderful place. It's the, the main city of the Druzian. Uh, there is no many religious in the world that they have only one, one person that is, what he said, he is the, it's like the, the Pope of the Druzian live in Chatzbaya. This is the place. Uh, and uh, this, the officer that was, uh, uh, was uh, with this uh, uh, unit, uh, he needs some soldier to, to be, to, th some Israeli soldier to be with him, just uh, to, to, to be the guard of, of him, to, that he won't be one soldier alone in, in this area. So I was there, it was a very small place with 12 uh, uh, soldiers. And uh, every, for, for example, every beginning of the month, when you want to pay a salary to a Lebanese uh, a soldier, you don't uh, give money to the bank because they have no bank account. The salaries of the soldier was uh, in, in, uh, in dollar, US dollar. Uh, and so he came with a big mizvada, uh, with big uh, uh, suitcase. Suitcase, yes, and opened that, and he gave dollars, and there was staying on the line. Everyone is taking in, getting in, get his salary, and get out, and he need to sign how much dollar he get. Uh, and this is every beginning of the month. This is what the, they did. And so we have a Druzian, Israeli Druzian soldier officer that was in this area. And in the last day of Israel in Lebanon, and he was engaged. He was engaged with Druzian girl from Chatzbaya, Lebanese girl. Because the Druzian can marry, they can, can of course, it's the same religion that, and they have a family contact. And then uh, Israel left Lebanon. And the soldier of, that was with him took everything they can and just run away from this place and, and they walked through. They just left everything there and walked to the border. He called his uh, commander and he tells him, I'm staying. My wife is here. My life is going to be here. And he left the army and stay in Lebanon to be married there. It's, it's crazy. 
Yes, it's amazing. This is unbelievable. I, I can't yes. imagine something like that will happen today. And I think about it today. This is the reason why the, his soldier was has uh, have to go uh, to to get the the information in the minute and just to take the the things and go because I guess the intelligence of the IDF knew that it's going to happen, and I guess they didn't tell him even a minute before uh, when they're going to leave. So the soldier was just okay. Now take whatever you have and go. And just stay there. And I think I don't remember what they left there, but I don't remember. There was a tank there, but I'm not sure if if they. Yes, I think they left the tank there, and they just bombed it after that because they wanted it to be it came to the Hezbollah. But I'm not sure about this story. It was a very big story about what happened there when they left. But it was a great place. It was very so far that if. If uh, I was there and I wasn't there many times, but when you go there, you have month to live there on the mountains, beautiful place, and month you don't do nothing but just you need to be there. This is what you need to do, and uh, enjoy the views. Yes, twelve soldiers. Sometimes uh, you are the guard. Sometimes someone else. You are uh, cooking great meals. You can buy groceries from the village. It's a great place to be. That is so interesting. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for joining us. This is was History of the Name with Talia and Avia. We hope you enjoyed our visit in Lebanon. Part two. If you have comments or questions visit our facebook page history of the name more episodes you can find on spotify and other platforms if you stick with us until now you probably liked our israeli english we'll see you in the next episode yeah bye bye